0: welcome back ladies and gentlemen to the mouse.news podcast my name is garrett and sitting across from me is my co-host kellen how are you tonight
1: i'm doing pretty well garrett how about you
0: i am doing excellent are you are you all settled in are you disney plussed out
1: I am definitely settled in, but no, I'm not disney plused out. There's so much more to, to discover, but I'm actually, <clears throat> since our show last week, I've had the opportunity to watch things that I want to watch, so I'm all caught up on The Mandalorian. It's awesome, and I think I'm going to make the jump into Lady and the Tramp this week. I will mention, Garrett, that I tried watching episode one, The Phantom Menace, uh, last weekend. I couldn't get through it.
0: Where did, where did you stop? Where did you draw the line?
1: There's a scene like when Jar Jar Binks is introduced about 20 minutes into the movie where Obi-Wan is talking to him, him and their eyes don't line up. They don't match. It's like clear that whoever was in charge of that CGI really dropped the ball. So I gave up on that night. That was Saturday. Now I tried again on Sunday and I got as far as that underwater sea creature, which is about 23 minutes into the movie. And then I stopped again.
0: Yeah. Uh, I mean, you saved a lot of time.
1: but i just feel obligated to get through it man like i want to i want to do it i want to watch them all maybe this weekend who knows
0: so rewatching the second one how'd that go so so we did finish all three prequels uh the second one felt so much longer really yeah and i remember like as a kid really enjoying the clone wars but not this time Nope.
1: As an adult, not for
0: you. Uh, Revenge of the Sith was a little bit better. Um, yeah, it was it wasn't a bad movie. Uh, there were some really really lame parts, like the Darth Vader howl at the end.
1: <laughs> yeah, like do you need the howl the, the the bark at the moon?
0: Yeah. Um, not enough Jar Jar Binks.
1: That's a that's a criticism. Not enough Jar Jar Binks.
0: They, yeah, I think, I think he was very compelling, a little <laughs> bit racist, but very compelling.
1: But a compelling character. Yeah, no, I'm with you, man. I'm really going to try to get through episode one. Um, and I learned that that character I was thinking of from the pod racing's name is Greedo.
0: Ooh, Greedo.
1: Yes, yes. That's what I was trying to reference last week. But what what are your plans for Disney Plus now? What are you, you going to continue with Star Wars? Or are you going to watch something else?
0: So we're going to switch over to Netflix so we can watch Solo and then we'll do Rogue right. One and okay. then we'll do the original trilogy.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um I really want to start watching The Mandalorian, but I also promised myself that I'll get through these other movies first. Um
1: Yep, yep. Um That's that's a great idea. It'll be there when you're ready, but I mean if if my um you know, if my reviews mean anything, it's pretty good. I think you'll like it
0: i i've only heard good things about it although yep. like the one thing has already been spoiled for me because it's all over the internet
1: correct and i want to avoid that if there are anybody anybody who hasn't seen it but um yeah it's pretty much out there now but it's like what they do with that thing that makes it fun to watch
0: yeah um like i don't know i was really surprised that they introduced juggalos and fago into the star wars universe
1: yeah, like they didn't even try to hide it, though. Like, is at the cantina, there's just like Fago bottles everywhere. You know, just
0: yeah, it was just littered with grape Fago, cherry Fago, diet cherry Fago,
1: <laughs> cream Fago. Like, so, so I want to reiterate, it's what they do with that that makes it worth watching.
0: So watch. So I know we have a big Juggalo fan base. Definitely. And I would want the juggalos to watch the Mandalorian and pay close attention because some of your brethren are in the film.
1: <laughs> if you look closely on the, uh, the hieroglyphics on the walls of these planets, the it, it, hatchet man. There,
0: <laughs> there, there's hatchet man. Uh, two of the characters are just wearing Jinkos. <laughs> And the, Werner herzog is just wearing jinkos like the entire third episode
1: <laughs> yeah. yeah no yeah it's it's not subtle at all it's not subtle at all but they they're really making an effort to take juggalos off of the um terrorism list <laughs> domestic terrorist list and make family name i can't even say that with a straight face
0: are they are they s- space terrorists
1: no, I think um, I think for a period of time, Juggalos are on the domestic terrorist terrorist watch list. Yep, yep. And uh, so I think that Disney is just kind of taking them under their wing and just <laughs> trying to put them into the homes of of millions of families.
0: That's actually that was actually a George Lucas decision. Oh, uh, like kind of like how they uh, like took away the guns mm-hmm. in like E. T. Oh
1: yeah.
0: Um, they've actually just inserted Juggalos. <laughs> He's just inserting them into all of his
1: classic movies. So, even even the uh, Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. Yeah. Wait, did I, I messed up that name, didn't I? What's, what's the Crystal no. Skull movie?
0: That's the last one, right?
1: Oh, I, I got it. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's the fourth one. It was uh, yeah. jumping
0: and jumping. Shia LaBeouf's character is actually just replaced by a Juggalo. <laughs> like, they just reshot all of the scenes.
1: Yeah. yeah black mesh tank top black Jenkos, the juggalo face paint <laughs> yeah. around with Harrison Ford. all right
0: so uh yeah i'm looking forward to eventually getting to the mandalorian uh mm-hmm. so i i can't wait to see that i'm glad to hear that it is good uh have you anything else on disney plus have you checked out the imagineering story
1: I have not yet. I, I have not checked that out. I think I'm just going to stick with like the motion pictures for a bit and then switch to the documentaries. But man, there's so much. It's going to be awesome.
0: I I really enjoyed. So I've only seen the first two episodes of the Imagineering Story. Episode three premieres tomorrow. Um, okay. And I think there could be some. I don't know. I am I feel like they're moving a little fast because they're already in the 90s with Michael Eisner. Oh, wow. Um. There's also The Rock is going to be hosting his own show too.
1: Oh yeah. Um. Oh, I forget. I forget the. Um. Is it all? Is it going to be Imagineer related?
0: So I guess he's going to go through like classic rides, and awesome. talk about like their history. That's really cool. It would actually be even better if like The Rock isn't allowed to ride rides because he's too big.
1: <laughs> yeah. So like you know the last ten minutes of every episode is him trying to actually experience the attraction that he's talking about.
0: They're like trying to put the bar down on like Big Thunder Mountain. <laughs> yeah. and like they just can't put it down.
1: Yeah. He builds up this ride for an hour and then he can't yeah. ride it.
0: Um, that would be fantastic.
1: Yeah, no, I know. But what a what a great host. I mean, he's kinda he's turned into a Disney guy now. You know, with the Jungle Cruise coming out, like he is I mean, he's I think he's a family name already, but now he's like making films for like younger audiences. Like, I mean he's he's fitting in perfect.
0: He's the best. He's awesome. He's he's my hero
1: rock
0: yep so we're gonna try something new this week uh basically every week on reddit in this uh our walt disney world they have a weekly question thread and kellen has no idea what questions have been posed and the only questions i will ask are questions uh from the thread and kellen and i will have a brief discussion
1: all right this, this sounds like fun i mean if these are if these are people who are interested in the parks and interested in the content and then, then this should be no problem for us
0: all right so let us start with uh this first question from two days ago all right do the skyliners have cameras in them
1: <laughs> okay um and <laughs> <laughs> No, no, I don't think so. I don't. I don't think there's surveillance inside there. I wouldn't be surprised if there are microphones. You know, in the event of an emergency, you could like call to somebody, or like you know, some way to kind of communicate to people. I know there's speakers in there, but um, I guess the the obvious bigger question is like, why? Why do you need to know if there's surveillance inside of those?
0: Uh, I'm gonna be honest. Mm-hmm. My first thought immediately was whoever this person was was gonna try and have sex in a skyliner.
1: Yeah. I mean, yeah. What? why else would you would you want to know that that the answer to that question, you know? Yeah. Uh,
0: because like if you're gonna try and jewel in the Skyliner, it's gonna smell no matter what.
1: Yeah, and there are events anyway. You know what I mean? Like yeah, you're gonna get a little bit of that smell, but it's gonna leave the, the cabin. Yeah. You know? And like well, those are illegal, I don't think in Florida, right? So it's like whatever, you got me on camera.
0: What what if the guy is like he just doesn't want to be on camera? Like he just wears like a mask around the park, the V for Vendetta mask.
1: <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, that's possible too. Do you now? Do you know the answer to that? Did you look it up?
0: Uh, so the answer is no. There, there are not cameras okay. on the Skyliner, which yeah. makes sense because I don't, I don't know why there would be.
1: I didn't think so. Yeah, like that. That I feel would, like
0: that would be kind of a waste,
1: right? Like, what are you gonna? Yeah, just the guy with his ninety year old mom in there, just stuck trying to get out. Like, okay. <laughs> The guy yeah, who hurts himself trying to get out himself, <laughs> and then drops his phone. Like you don't need that on camera, you know nobody yeah. needs to see that. Uh, all right. So that was
0: we started started high. Um, let me see. Let's see sure. other good ones.
1: Cameras on the Skyliner.
0: Wow. Okay. So this is a, uh, a bit of a serious one. Okay. Uh, how do you feel about switching your shoes during the trip, such as alternating your shoes each day?
1: Okay. Yeah, no, that is an awesome question um, because, you know, you're on your feet a lot. I We kind of had, like, a, we don't have an Apple Watch, but we had, like, the Apple health app on our phone and we went to two parks one day and we walked over 10 miles uh, between animal kingdom and the magic kingdom so you're definitely moving personally i just stick to one pair of shoes per day um some nice like comfortable walking or running shoes or vans classics like the um the eras you know what i mean like that doesn't offer the same support as your running shoe but you get what i'm saying i stick to one and i ride it out but it just has to be comfortable
0: how do you feel about crocs
1: I don't own a pair of Crocs. I really can't speak to that. I've seen people wearing them, but you know, whatever floats your boat, but um, I cannot speak from experience. Okay. Um,
0: If, if you get the opportunity, uh, my my wife and I, Mm -hmm. we did pedicures uh, after like day three. It was so amazing.
1: I want to try that.
0: Yes. Have you, have you ever had one before? No. Oh my goodness. Oh my goodness! You are in for a treat. You you did that at Disney? Uh so we actually went off property <clears throat> site. Oh oh um, yeah okay. So like Orlando. Yeah yeah okay. yeah
1: okay. Um,
0: it was my wife had like a real old guy. Yeah, and I had like a super young muscular guy, and like he was very upset. It was my feet. <laughs> he was massaging. <laughs> right. He was very disappointed. He like. <laughs> he, he knew he made the wrong choice. Supposed to be his day off. Yeah. Uh
1: but pedicures are amazing. Wow. Yeah, yeah. So that this was was this in response to walking so much, is kind of wanting to get a little pampered?
0: Yeah, get get a get your feet pampered a little bit. Um wow. but now it's like a thing for me. Wow. Like uh I did it right before the wedding. And, yeah. You know, it's one of the one of those things that Oftentimes, you know when you hear the word pedicure, your immediate thought is, oh, that's like a girly thing.
1: it is amazing, yeah man and I'm thinking like if you're if you're planning a short Disney trip, you might not have time for any kind of extracurriculars like that, but if you're going for at least a week and you have like some downtime in between days, that might be a pretty awesome way to recharge the batteries There's spas at the Grand Floridian for example, where you can get um yeah, uh, you know, massage is done like this and pedicures done like this. So like, why not? I never really considered it to this conversation, but if you're into that kind of thing, go for it.
0: Do it, do it. That's it awesome. will, your feet will feel, your feet will be so grateful. You're making me a believer,
1: man. That's awesome.
0: Got to do it. Got to do it. Yeah, man. All right. So no real good questions after that. They're all pretty much. Mm-hmm. Uh, questions about fast passes, uh, and time periods. So, next week, actually, we will probably not have an episode next week because
1: it is the day of thanks. Oh, that's right. That's right. Man, I mean, that's not true. I'll just bring this microphone, to the dinner table. We'll figure something out. Yeah. Just stuff your face with some turkey. <laughs> it's just, it's just an hour of uh, just us eating and talking to our family.
0: Yeah. What are they called? Like mukbangs? i don't know what that is i think i think it's like a youtube video where somebody just like eats in front of the
1: camera (laughs) that's pretty amazing uh yeah
0: i think it's called uh mukbang (laughs) like i googled it and like it's the same person stephanie sue yeah giant lobster and salmon sushi mukbang wow it's like all pop like it Amazing. Is a live online audio visual broadcast in which a host eats food while interacting.
1: Oh. I guess it's a for everything. It's so
0: stupid. <laughs> I hate the internet.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's a weird place, but it's alright. We get we get to talk about what we like.
0: Which is eating turkey. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um. Alright, so. For our big topic for tonight, um, we have talked about Tomorrowland. We've talked about Epcot. We've talked about Hollywood Studios. We've talked about the Magic Kingdom. But when you're looking at all of the renovations around Walt Disney World, there's one place noticeably missing. Hmm. That place is the Animal
1: Kingdom. It's it's great to be able to talk about this topic, Garrett, because as I think I've mentioned here before, Animal Kingdom is now pretty much my second favorite park. Today it is, anyway. Like, it's it's beautiful, you know? And I just feel like it's uniquely different from the other parks. It just makes it kind of a really cool experience. So I'm happy to be breaking some things down. Absolutely. So let's
0: kind of get into the history of the Animal Kingdom. So the Animal Kingdom, um, they wanted to sort of create this land – that was inspired by extinct and imaginary animals. There's going to be some thrill rides. Um, it was going to be the biggest park at Walt Disney World, uh, more than 500 acres.
1: That's pretty, that's pretty huge.
0: Unfortunately, um, kind of what has happened amongst a lot of the other Walt Disney, Walt Disney, like renovations as of late, is money has been sort of a problem. Um, So there was going to be an area of Animal Kingdom called the Beastly Kingdom, which was sort of like loosely based around Beauty and the Beast, but not really. Mm -hmm. Um, They're going to have a dragon themed coaster, a unicorn themed walkthrough attraction, and an enchanted Scottish restaurant.
1: So, I mean, I get it. You know, their animals are a part of fairy tales, you know, just as much as the prince and the princess there. So why not dedicate an area of a park to that? But I mean, obviously that never really panned out, right?
0: Yep. So what is fascinating about that is before that happened, uh, Disney laid off a bunch of Imagineers. Those Imagineers then went to Universal Studios and Beastly Kingdom uh turned into the lost continent at the islands of adventure.
1: Oh okay that that's cool. That's a nice little bit of history there. So
0: yeah that um so they Disney had to make a choice between Beastly Kingdom and Dino Land USA.
1: Oh so oh. yeah that's that's amazing.
0: Let's actually start there for a second. Let's start with Dino
1: Land USA. Perfect. So, all right. My first question for you, Garrett, is how much time do you spend in that land? Do you think in, in Dino Land? Yeah, when you go,
0: I walk through it. Actually, no, I'm lying. <laughs> uh, I think I got my. I think I think my wife and I we got our uh, Disney sketch like drawn of us in Dino Land, but right. really we we didn't stay there very long.
1: Uh, it, so it's like blacktop, so it's like super hot, which makes it uncomfortable, and like the. The whole carnival thing really isn't for me, but I do love the dinosaur ride. I will say that. I love, like, you go and it feels like a museum. It's nice like and cold in there with the AC, and you go back in time. It's really, really cool. But the rest of Dino Land, yeah, I'm just, yeah, I'm with you, man. It's kind of like a walkthrough. They do have fantastic restrooms, though, by um, Restaurantosaurus. That's friendly. Ooh. I mean, and an all time great name. Restaurantosaurus? Yep. Yeah. Oh, definitely. Yeah, they nailed it with that. But, like, I know Primeval Whirl was popular, but maybe not popular enough because it's kind of, like, on seasonal operation right now. Yep. But, um, I mean, yeah, it's it's hard for me to, like, imagine who would like that. There's, like, a play area for the kids, which, again, is, is really great. But for us adults, I mean, I'm just, I'm walking by that. It's weird.
0: Like, mm-hmm. it felt really out of place. Yeah.
1: Um, yeah. Especially I think they' Oh, sorry, sorry.
0: No, I I think there's just a lot that they could do to to make it a lot better. Mm-hmm. Um But yeah, it just felt
1: strange. Um, yeah, like I'm just imagining so you come you come out of Asia. So you're done riding expedition to Everest and you're going left. And you kind of cross that bridge and you're going by the Finding Nemo um stage show and then you're in Land. So it's like you leave Asia where there's like this crazy attention to detail from about Asian culture and you enter like this blacktop throw, you know, fill the, fill the clown's mouth with water, like carnival attractions with a dinosaur theme. You know, yeah, like I'm not trying to take anything away from the dinosaur ride. Cause I love that. But, um, yeah, it's, it's, it's like, what are you doing? Why is there a carnival in the middle of this place?
0: So, Apparently, uh, Dinoland USA, the reason why they went with it was the animated movie Dinosaur. Yeah. uh, uh, Was in production. Um, Yeah. And they also had made a multi-million dollar investment with McDonald's restaurants to buy the world's best preserved dinosaur skeleton.
1: What? Yeah. That's interesting.
0: Don't know. Don't know anything. (laughs) uh don't know why any of that happened
1: um i wonder wonder where that is is that is that the one inside the dinosaur attraction like it it is
0: it is so um a reproduction stands in the park okay Um, so yeah uh that exists but yeah dino land usa is just kind of a to me it feels like a mess
1: um right and it, di- dinosaurs are so much fun, you know, for like, it, you know, maybe I'm just, maybe it sounds weird, but for all ages, I mean, dinosaurs are wicked cool. Um, so like, you'd, you'd figure Disney would try to make some kind of immersive experience instead of like a carnival, you know?
0: It's probably hard just because Universal Studios owns Jurassic Park and like Jurassic Park is the dinosaur property.
1: Yeah. to own yeah that's true
0: so i could i can imagine it um but dinosaur the ride has been rumored for a while to be eventually replaced uh with an indiana jones roller coaster
1: i would be sad about that i mean are we expecting more indiana jones movies
0: I think there is another one coming
1: out. Oh, okay, okay, but, now, but oh, still, man, that'd be so. That's like two roller coasters in that park, and like flight of passage and stuff. So, Dude, so
0: actually, dinosaur like the ride would be basically the same.
1: Oh, okay. Except okay.
0: it would just be now Indiana Jones themed.
1: Oh, okay, okay. So like a track based system. I get it. I get it.
0: Yeah, well, I think I think the track is very similar to the
1: Indiana Jones ride at Disneyland. I was just going to say that it feels like they're making a replica, you know, over here in, in Orlando. So, um, yeah. I mean, oh man, I don't know. What do you think about that? Are you into like a, I mean, it wouldn't make sense in Dino Land, right? They'd have to kind of reimagine that whole place. That's
0: kind of that's kind of like all the uh, Indiana Jones merchandise in like Morocco <laughs> at, at Epcot. Yeah, yeah. So, like, this looks foreign enough.
1: Oh, I, is... People don't know where the, the uh, <laughs> Temple of Doom took place. Yeah. Go in Morocco.
0: I mean, I'm all for adding an Indiana Jones ride. Um, mm-hmm. Like, I think that's a cool property. I don't think Dinoland USA is the place for it.
1: Um, I mean, this might be a hot take, but why don't you get rid of the live show? The Finding Nemo? No, no, no. <laughs> um, the Indiana <laughs> Jones live show at Hollywood Studios.
0: If it... If, Listen, the Indiana Jones actually stunt the Indiana right? Jones stunt show is kind of awesome <laughs> if everything works.
1: <laughs> the guy runs from the ball that never chases him. He's if like,
0: the ball never falls, then it's stupid. <laughs>
1: that happens but, at least once a day.
0: But the the stunt show itself, I actually really enjoy. Well, I mean that I'll fight to keep that.
1: Right, right. You'll you'll chain yourself to the front of that to the front of the queue, like, where the fast pass... I'll change
0: myself to the front of the ball.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hey, man, if you love it, then then you love it, you know? I'm just thinking, where else could you put Indiana Jones? Like, I don't think he belongs in the animal kingdom.
0: No. No, I don't... Th-
1: uh,
0: I don't know, maybe. That's hard. That's yeah, a hard he, one.
1: He's certainly... Like, I could, I could
0: see him fitting. Mm-hmm. In the animal kingdom, I don't see him fitting in DinoLand because Indiana Jones has never met a dinosaur.
1: Not yet. He's There's met ne- UFOs. What's next? Dinosaur. They're going
0: to turn it into UFO Land, USA. UFO. <laughs> that all that, everyone just
1: the American all the, Southwest.
0: All the cast members just Naruto run.
1: Yeah, yeah. That, that'd be a super easy transition. But like. So, I just don't well, think Indiana Jones was like a big advocate for animals. <laughs> so I'm not, I'm not digging it. I'm not digging it. Okay. Okay. Yep.
0: So, so let's move North. Sure. And by North, I mean just let's go to Asia. Okay. And by Asia, I mean just the Asia section of the park and not real Asia.
1: Oh
0: yeah. Yeah. Uh, so there's some cool stuff over here. Um, there is Cali River Rapids. Can and... I think
1: about that real quick? I've never by choice, I've never been on that attraction because you get so wet. I hate being wet. I hate that feeling. I always avoid it. Really? Yeah, I've never 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 done it. I don't want my feet getting wet. I don't want my money getting wet. I just I never go on it.
0: Interesting. Interesting.
1: Yeah.
0: Well, I think at some point that's gonna need to change.
1: Yeah, no, I, you're right. My my daughter's probably going to want to go on and I'll be like, "All right, I'll do it for." Yeah. her. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh but
0: Expedition Everest?
1: Love it. Love it. <clears throat> there's the uh
0: the Yeti that never works.
1: Yeah, it's just he's been broken for since basically the start, but like, you know, he gets the point across. Okay.
0: Okay. Mm-hmm. And there's also the uh Jungle Trek, which I did, I did not go on. Um but it's a self-guided walking tour. Mm-hmm. With tigers, monkeys, bats, and a com- and a Komodo dragon. I guess it's just one Komodo dragon.
1: Yeah, you can only have one per park. It's like a rule. <clears throat> Is it really? No, I don't think so. <laughs> um, but I-, I will say those walking trails that they have, like those different exhibits, like they have the one you're speaking about in Asia and they have like a gorilla trail over in Africa. Um, they're awesome. They're awesome. There's like, there's people you can talk to, like cast members along the way. Um, and like the, the exhibits are just fascinating. So like, don't, you know, if you're traveling to animal kingdom, don't ignore those just cause it's like a walking trail. Like they, they are really fun and it's a good way to break up the day.
0: Okay. Yep. All right. Yep. Well, that is good to know. Um, is there anything else in Asia that really kind of stands out to you?
1: I really like the yak and Yeti restaurant. Uh, okay. We, we, we ate there one time and it's awesome. You know, obviously it's Asian inspired but the um the restaurant is beautiful it's a great location it's right it's kind of on your way to expedition everest if you're coming from um the tree of life um it's right kind of on that main drag there and um delicious restaurant and like i i kind of wish i was going back soon i mean it's it's a good spot
0: do you guys not have reservations for yak and yeti
1: we do not we're going to tusker house um this time around which is See, this is how Animal Kingdom gets so high in my rankings. That I think that's one of the best buffets on property. It's awesome. Ooh. Yep.
0: Wait till they open the uh, Epcot Ponderosa. <laughs> oh,
1: no. That'll, oh. that'll be a
0: game changer in terms of Disney World buffets.
1: There's no tongs for any food. You just go in with your hands. Bare hands. Yeah. <laughs> Epcot Ponderosa. So. The American Pavilion. <laughs>
0: Yeah, they're gonna open a Ponderosa, a Denny's, <laughs> uh, yeah, and a White Castle, <laughs> right? <laughs> Have you ever had White Castle?
1: Yeah, yeah, I had it once. Um, that was enough. Yeah. Like you eat it and you're like, this is a mistake. It was, it was definitely a mistake. It is I not good. Jersey to play music and we're like, oh White Castle, and then we left. We're like, oh, let's get out of here.
0: For my bachelor party, after the first wrestling event, there was a White Castle, like, five minutes from the Airbnb we are staying at. Yeah. And there were six of us in the car, and we ended up getting, like, $70 worth of White Castle. We bought, like, the castle box with, <laughs> like, just – I don't know. I think – I don't know even know how many burgers were in it, but there was a lot. Yeah. um, And just an, overabund- uh, an overabundance of chicken rings. Mm. It was so gross.
1: It was yeah, like, so gross. If you're hungry, you had a few few drinks, you're like, this is perfect. But in hindsight, you're like, what did I do to my body? Mm-hmm. Wow. Absolutely. <clears throat>
0: um, so let's move along a little bit. Sure. Uh, So if we're going sort of in the circle, counterclockwise, uh, we are reaching Africa, which
1: I will say, uh, I really enjoyed the safari. The safari is fantastic, and if you're fortunate enough to get there nice and early in the morning, the animals are waking up, they want to eat, they want to stretch their legs a little bit, I feel like the best safaris are early in the morning at park opening. I know you are going to make a decision, right? Flight of passage or the safari, but depending on your mood, what you like, the safari is great to do early.
0: Well, even you could probably get away with rope dropping, flight of passage, and then hitting safari even before gates open
1: yeah yeah that's true that that might be a good strategy um that that might be the move to make yeah a friendly tip pro tip is that you not only will they park a stroller for you on the safari if you're traveling with a family but you can bring a coffee on there too so you get your starbucks at creature comforts and you're like you only drank half of it you're like it's so good you can bring it onto the safari and they they're just like they they want you to do it they want you to do it
0: also another pro tip uh you can also bring your coffee on to expedition everest <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> uh, but you have to have the top off
1: oh yeah because like you not know, it's gonna be gone
0: <laughs> yeah yeah so that's, um it's a good tip <laughs> you're welcome listeners yeah <laughs> Uh, this does have the Harambe fruit market and the Harambe market. Yes, um, granted, they probably did not know in advance the legend of Harambe.
1: Oh, no, no, and uh, I mean, well, maybe they did, and they just knew how great it was, but they um, just knew they knew how great he was. Yes, yes, sorry, you're right. I'll use that pronoun he, um, <laughs> <laughs> um. Now Harambe Square is so much fun because they have those shows with the uh, people playing music and, and singing and dancing. It's really awesome in that down at the bottom of Harambe Square where Tusker House is, they have this great bar, which has awesome drinks. If you're waiting to get something to eat or just enjoying the show, it's such a great atmosphere.
0: Yep. Um, and they also have uh, the Sweet Shop. Oh, yeah. Um, and if you go to Tamu Tamu, you can get your Dole Whip.
1: That's good. I mean, there's going to be at least one place, right? That's really fun. Yep. Uh so let's move ourselves down.
0: Uh let's go to Discovery Island first. Oh, yeah. Um So I know how much you love A Bug's Life. <laughs> yeah.
1: It's my it's my all-time favorite um Pixar movie.
0: I have actually heard you say it's your all-time favorite movie.
1: <laughs> period. <laughs> I keep a Blu-ray copy um, in my glove box in the car, just in case. You
0: you downloaded the ultraviolet version (laughs) from from your Blu-ray disc? I bought a 3D TV just for this movie. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Uh, So, I can speak to... um, I went to Tiffin's, which is, I think... Is that the only... like super expensive, like, uh, no, because Tusker House is listed
1: with $3 signs too. Yes, Um, well, Tiffin's is going to cost you two dining points. You know, so that's like a, I don't want to, elite is not the word, but you know what I'm trying to say. It's like a top tier Disney restaurant for two points.
0: And I'm going to be honest, it was just okay. Really? I, uh, yeah, nothing. It was just okay. Um, huh. and, and, and long-time listeners of all 17 previous episodes uh, would know I have some hot takes on the food at Disney World.
1: That's true. You and I agree on 96% of things, but that 4% is the food. Yeah.
0: Uh, yeah, Tiffin's was just not great. Um, they had, like, the steak was just a decent steak. Um
1: How was the ambiance? Like, I mean, was it nice in there?
0: It was okay. Yeah, yeah, I didn't, nothing, it didn't feel special. Um, Like it felt like a, I'm trying to think of like the right way to describe it. It almost felt like a,
1: like a white castle
0: it was slightly better than a white castle
1: okay um it just felt like it was S- slightly better he says <laughs> it, was,
0: it was like a i don't know it felt like a almost like a target version of a fancy restaurant if that makes sense um
1: yeah it's like you you, you put on a pair of jeans to go to tiffins you don't just roll there with like yeah. pants and sandals
0: yeah, like your your best friend came in with like, oh look at me, I just got a Game Boy, mm-hmm. and you're walking in with like a Sega Game Gear. Yeah, yeah, and you're like, oh, it's kind of cool. I got Sonic. <laughs> right, but right. That's I think about perfect it.
1: Analogy, yeah.
0: Um, and 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 uh, again, that could just be me. Um, I I know I'm kind of a steak snob. Okay. Um, I think my wife had octopus. Like I know they had like some really sort of unique uh dishes available which was really cool. Um right. right. But for 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 me I just you know, it's just all right.
1: That's okay. Did you have the opportunity to see um the Nomad Lounge? That's connected? Uh we did not.
0: We okay. did not check that out.
1: We're trying to make that a point in February when I get down there to check out that bar. It's supposed to be real nice. I want you to get so drunk Mm-hmm.
0: And then go to Dino Land USA. <laughs> yeah. Try and find that giant... That giant skeleton.
1: <laughs> the real one. And climb it. Imagine how hard that would be. To just, I mean, you just hammer drunk walking from Nomad Lounge all the way to Dino Land. That'd be so hard. Just trying to blend mm-hmm. in with the crowd.
0: Well, the tree of life will always be on your left
1: yeah like use that as a guide
0: so yeah so uh, if you know that yeah. i mean granted you could end up in asia right. or africa still but yeah.
1: there's a possibility this keeps walking like a zombie straight and eventually you'll get to this hot bizarre carnival absolutely
0: uh so let's just move south sure uh to the the area that you and I have talked about quite a bit, mm-hmm. and that is Pandora, the world of Avatar.
1: You're right. We we spend a lot of time on this podcast talking about Pandora, but you know now that we're kind of covering what we enjoy most about Animal Kingdom. I mean, you can't doubt how technologically advanced it is, how immersive it is. You know, a lot of the things we talked about before. But regardless, I mean, it's amazing, and I, I can't wait to go back again.
0: It was, and if you're gonna go, you have to go at nighttime too. You have to see it in yeah. the dark with all the lights. Yeah, it is just beautiful.
1: Yeah, that's that that is that is appointment, you know, stuff to do at Disney.
0: And make sure you go to, uh, I think it's Pongu Pongu, mm-hmm. where you can get the uh, the fancy drinks.
1: Yeah, what's the name of that one? You get a, little, p- get a little rum in it. Hmm. Oh, what is it called?
0: I, don't I remember. I remember you actually sending me a picture of you drinking the rum. I did.
1: Yes, I did. That's right. Oh, yeah, you remember that. That was for research.
0: You were also said, I think you also sent me pictures of Harambe, uh, the area of Harambe. That was research. It was all research. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Thinking about it, though, Pandora, the world of Avatar also kind of doesn't fit.
1: Well, um, hmm, yeah. Again, I don't want to tread too far into previous episodes, but it's it's really conservation, although it's in a faraway place, right? It's like preserving, okay, like the core, like nature, the natural world, and cultures, which I think is what Animal Kingdom is about. Except it's just the people are blue.
0: Okay, I can see that. Um,
1: That's how I'm gonna spin it.
0: <laughs> I mean, I think I think it's a good spin. Yeah, I think Disney would hire you for that spin. Thank you. Um, doesn't quite fit in with uh some of the other rides.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> I I I agree. I think conservation is a big part of. Animal Kingdom is just kind of weird because you have Africa, yeah, Asia, then Dino Land, then, then Pandora, yeah. yeah, then a place called Oasis.
1: Yeah, like kind of like the hub there.
0: Like it, it's just strange that they. It does feel like a park that loosely fits together.
1: Yeah. But doesn't quite get there. Right, right. Um Pandora does seem like the odd man out, but I mean, having this conversation, Dino Land kinda seems ridiculous too. You know? And like I wanna stress like we, we we like these lands very much, but if you're just thinking like thematically overall, yeah, it's some of it's kind of a head scratcher, but we we said that about um Hollywood Studios and stuff too, you know? But like those those threads that hold it all together really kinda makes it work in the end, you know? And um it's just kinda it's interesting to see what they will add on in the future, you know.
0: So so before we go, actually, let's kind of touch on that a little bit. Sure. What would you like to see them add next? Is there another area, another land, another continent?
1: <sighs> Honestly, what I would like them to add next, they're actually doing it already, and what I mean by that is updating the Tree of Life show to make it change seasonally, which they're doing for the holiday season. And also to add more holiday themed overlays, not just Christmas, but um, maybe Halloween, for example, as well. They're already starting to make these changes, which are really fun. They have like a holiday themed um, Tree of Life show now, and there's decorations all over the park, which which makes it look really great. So I like how they're kind of taking what we love and just kind of like a, um, adapting it a little bit. Like maybe you'd find it at Hollywood Studios and Magic Kingdom.
0: Okay. I I think that's uh I think those are all great ideas. Mm-hmm. I would actually like to see them move, maybe the water related stuff. Oh. Out of Epcot and into Animal Kingdom. Um I think ocean like just or just I don't know what ocean, but Yeah. Like I think there's a lot you could do with that. Um Yeah. In terms of like a land, you can have a ride that is similar to like 20,000 Leagues Under the Sea where you go underwater. Um,
1: yeah, and, and and keep, again, keep that idea of conservation running through it. You know, learn something while you're down there helping out sea creatures.
0: Yep, exactly. Um, I do worry that it looks like the trend for Disney Parks is just putting in IPs that they own. Hmm. Um. Whether or not they fit, like the Guardians yeah. of the Galaxy roller coaster, yeah, is going to future world.
1: Hmm. I guess. Sort of. Maybe. Right. They're just trying to find ways to kind of sneak it in there.
0: Yeah. So I, I, I do fear that whatever comes next for Animal Kingdom, it would not surprise me if they actually expanded Pandora once the new movies come out.
1: Yeah, and, and we know they're coming. There's there's gonna be a lot of content.
0: Yeah. Um and I mean if it is good as Flight of Passage, then sign me up. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah, like it could be about anything. Just just bring it to me.
0: Yeah. The the Navi River journey, no.
1: Yeah, but like that could probably be an Indiana Jones ride. A boat ride.
0: They put two Indiana Jones rides?
1: <laughs> yeah. It's just like Old school animatronic Indiana Jones, like swinging on a rope, but like it's like real bad looking, and like that's the they only just, thing they change.
0: They just take like uh, animatronic from the great movie ride.
1: Yeah, yeah, like it just looks so fake. I I'd be all for that. <laughs> be
0: awesome. So so before we go tonight, um, if there's one thing that you want people to take away from Animal Kingdom that you feel like. People need to go see. What is that one place?
1: I think it would be to just take in Harambe Square, just to stop, take in the sights, the smells, and the sounds. It kind of has a main street vibe to it. So my advice for people would be: enjoy some time at Harambe Square, get a drink, get a little something to eat, and just take it in. A lot of great culture all over the park, but especially there in Africa.
0: Absolutely, um, Animal Kingdom does have a one of a kind sort of vibe to it. Yes. For sure. All right. So with that being said, ladies and gentlemen, uh Kellen and I we will be off next week. Um make sure you follow us on Twitter and visit our site mouse.news. It's been redesigned. It looks very nice. It's awesome. Um So for Kellen and I, uh we wish you a happy Thanksgiving, happy Black Friday. And we'll be back in two weeks. And we're looking forward to it.
1: Have a good night, Garrett.
0: Have a wonderful, magical evening. Good night.